0: Hey y'all, it's Elizabeth, and today I am here with one of my good friends since about first grade, Hannah Weeks. So Hannah, if you want to go ahead and introduce
1: yourself and give us a little background about what you're going to be talking about today. Well, my name's Hannah Weeks. I'm 22, year old, 22 years old right now. Um, I went to high school at Lovejoy High School in Lucas, Texas. I graduated, and at 19, I moved to LA to pursue a dance career.
0: So tell us a little bit about about what first got you into dancing. What
1: first got me into dancing, um, my mom put me in dance lessons when I was three. She said that I was a very busy girl, so she needed to find an outlet for me to use all of that energy up. So I started off um, just as a hobby, like a lot of my friends at school were doing, Um, and then I actually saw one of my brother's friends perform at their talent show, and that really sparked my interest into the performance aspect of dance and kind of get more serious about it, about competing. For sure. Okay, so you talked a little bit about
0: in your intro how you didn't go to college. Mm -hmm. You're in college now, but at first you went straight to L.A. So talk about what the best thing about doing an untraditional post-high school route is and then what the worst thing is also.
1: I would say the best thing about not doing the traditional high school straight into college um, route would be taking the time for myself to figure out what I really wanted for my future. Um, I feel like right out of high school, I, uh, I didn't really know what I wanted my career to be, and I felt like if I just picked something general and went into a degree that I wasn't really passionate about, I felt like it would be a waste of my resources and my money so I figured that I would um do something that I had always dreamed of doing while I still could and while I had the opportunity to before I figured out what I wanted my future to look like
0: love that okay talk about what made you want to pursue a dance career in LA so specifically LA and not somewhere else like New York and then also talk about why you wanted to be a professional dancer to begin with
1: Um, so I wanted to be a professional dancer because I saw, um, I saw a lot of people from around the U.S., from small towns like I had grown up in, um, get recognized for their talent, and I felt like I was, I had this God-given talent that I wanted to share with other people, and I really, um, enjoyed entertaining, so I wanted to see if I could make that a career. Um, What was the other part of that question?
0: So just like why LA? So why LA instead of New York? Because we know that New York is also a big hub for acting and dancing and the arts. So why LA
1: specifically? Um, So I found hip hop when I was about 11 and I fell completely in love with hip hop. Other, um, as opposed to like ballet, tap, jazz, any like classically trained Dancers, I would definitely recommend New York over L.A. or Atlanta or somewhere like that.
0: Yeah, because Atlanta's Um, on the come up, for sure. Atlanta
1: is definitely on the come up for hip-hop, especially. Um, The the music industry is kind of something that you have to follow um, as a hip-hop dancer, especially because, um, you know, a lot of artists are looking for that kind of... um, vibe Mm -hmm. if you will so uh, you kind of have to see you know if you were wanting to be a backup dancer for somebody you would kind of have to look at where they're stationed at if you wanted to be around them and around the opportunities that would get you to where you wanted to be so that's why I chose LA for kind of like the urban hip-hop culture that I was looking for as opposed to New York
0: cool so you were wanting to specifically your dream was to be a backup dancer correct yes, okay yes. gotcha okay so talk a little bit about what the worst thing about being a professional dancer in LA was um
1: in LA it is all about social media and the influence that you have on social media and that was something that I had never uh, really been aware of yeah that's interesting um I didn't find out until I moved there that it was such a huge part of being a dancer in the industry, Mm -hmm. is that you're marketable, that you already have engagement and followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a big thing when you would go to an audition, you're filling out your paperwork, you're writing down your email and your name. And you're also putting down your Instagram, your follower count, things like that, that you wouldn't really think mattered that much, but it is, it is a lot about social media. So that was something that, um, was a shock to me. Mm -hmm. What about your favorite thing about dancing professionally in LA? Um, my favorite thing about dancing in LA would be being around the people that I looked up to. Yeah. Um, you know scrolling through my Instagram and watching all of these videos on YouTube that had millions and millions of views um, and they're all kind of centered in Los Angeles and when I moved there I got to take from every choreographer that I had looked up to I got to take class with the dancers that were already in the industry that I had looked up to um, so I thought that that was uh a great push for me to be around those people that are actually doing it
0: love that so how similar to what you originally thought it would be before you ever moved there was your actual experience in LA like was not, it what you
1: thought not at all okay It was not at all what I thought um I did hear things from people before I moved there like um being from Texas they're like people the people are gonna be you know nothing like the people are here we are very southern hospitality that yeah. is that is something that is so huge for Texans and I kind of stuck out like a sore thumb in LA people knew that I was from Texas because I was genuine and nice Flex. yeah <laughs> I was really nice um, but I mean that was true people aren't like the people that I grew up around and the community that I grew up around—it's not like that in LA. It's everybody is very much in competition with each other, and even though we're all doing the same thing and we're all so young, most of these people um, have just moved out from their parents' house. This is their first experience. Like you. Yeah, this yeah. is their first experience on their own, and I—it was sad to see that there wasn't a community feeling of everybody kind of helping each other out and like we were all doing this together we're all doing the same thing right because we're all different dancers it's not like we're gonna be in straight competition with each other yeah we're all so different so um yeah a gig wouldn't be hiring for the same type of person so I had heard things like that before moving there um, yeah but that was definitely true once I once I got there confirmed
0: yes so walk us through like a typical day when you were a dancer in LA. So like you wake up, what do you do? I would wake up, shower,
1: get ready for work. My first job, um, I would work for about five to six hours. Mm -hmm. And then I would either that night after work, I would either be going to my second job or to a class or audition. Okay. What you had to pay for, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so there was a kind of like a membership to be notified of all the castings, all the auditions um, in the area. So mm-hmm. that would be like $30 to $40 a month that you wow. would have to pay for this membership so that you would be aware of the castings and auditions. Mm-hmm. And then classes could be anywhere from $10 to probably like 25 wow. per class. Yeah. Okay, so talk a little bit about your favorite gig. So, like, what was your favorite job that you got? So, I actually, in in the year that I lived out there, I only got booked for one job. Wow. So, um... I Which, if y'all don't know, like, y'all need to go look up Hannah.
0: Like, she's an amazing dancer. So, Thank you. as a friend, I'm obviously <laughs> very biased, but I'm like, I
1: disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, it... So, I had gone to a class, um... And I had seen, you know, the choreographer posted on Instagram, I'm having class tonight and mm-hmm. I will be picking people for a project. Right. And so that was the reason that I went to that class. Should get your name out there? And it just okay. so happened that he um, noticed me at his class and got my Instagram and then he DM'd me from there saying that he wanted me to be um, a part of his project. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, it was... It was nice to be, um, validated yeah. and recognized for, you know, what I was out there doing for so long. And then somebody finally to be like, okay, I see you. Mm-hmm. I I want you to be a part of this. You know? About how long did it take for you to get that gig? Um, I would say that that was like the middle, um, of the year. So probably like maybe five, six months being wow. in LA before I got my first gig. Wow.
0: Okay, talk a little bit about what your biggest regret was in L.A.
1: My biggest regret? Um, I feel like I stayed very true to my morals. I felt like I didn't really, um, what's the word, like, conform? Yeah, I didn't really conform. I didn't really... Um, Change or I didn't really change myself that much, or I wasn't like heavily influenced. Mm-hmm. Um, there was opportunities for me to do things that were out of my comfort zone, or maybe things that I wouldn't necessarily agree with. But um, I just didn't reach out and grab those opportunities. If I didn't felt if I didn't feel comfortable doing something, I wasn't gonna volunteer myself to do so. But did you see
0: people around you doing that?
1: Yes. um, They're, you know, on set for the music video that I was a part of, there's, there's an opportunity to be a bartender serving the guy a drink. There was an opportunity to be laying in bed with him and acting like his girlfriend and waking up with him. So that particular scenario was not something that I was going to volunteer for, but the bartend- right. the bartending scene, you know, pouring him a drink, that was something that I knew that I was comfortable with and that I could do, right. um, and be okay with that. So, um, there, you like, know, I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. If there's, if you're worried about things like that, having to change yourself in ways that you're not comfortable with, I don't think that that is going to make or break you.
0: Okay, so would you ever
1: go back? Um, I would never live <laughs> in Los Angeles ever again. Okay. Visiting, I would love to go back and visit to take my favorite classes from my favorite teachers. Right. I would recommend for anybody that is thinking about pursuing the dance industry in Los Angeles, I would recommend that you only visit and only travel there. Okay. Rather than living there, I feel like you would you would have such a better experience um, doing it that way.
0: Okay. Cool. So, okay, last question kind of going off of that one, what is your biggest advice to somebody who wanted to move out to LA to be a professional dancer?
1: Um besides besides the whole you know, traveling versus living there, mm-hmm. I would say to consider the social media aspect is that something that you can keep up with can you um can you build engagement on your posts can you brand (laughs) yes brand yourself can Mm -hmm. you um can you post every day can you you know repost all the people that you're trying to connect with Mm -hmm. and um just be a constant social media presence if that's not something that you're interested in at all um you know I might recommend somebody somewhere else other than LA just because that is such mm. a big factor in getting booked for jobs out there for sure
0: well thank you so much Hannah you're the best yes, thank you for having me all right guys I will see you in our next episode Bye bye